welcome to GTR Trade Insights. I'm Shannon Manders and I'm GTR's Editorial Director. For the last year, GTR has been partnering with BNB Paribas on a series of articles called the Trade Innovation Lab that focus on a particular area of innovation within trade and trade finance. In this podcast series, we speak to the experts behind the articles to really bring these articles to life and get a sense of what these sources are seeing unfolding within the industry. So in this episode, we speak to Marie-Laurence Fari lepetit Head of Digital Trade, and Alain Fosheren, Head of Innovation and DLT at BNB Paribas Trade Finance Competence Centre, about their contributions to an article entitled The Evolving Landscape of Bank Fintech Partnerships, which appears in our Q3 Fintech issue. So the piece looks at the ways in which collaboration between banks and fintechs has progressed and what may still be needed to get more projects off the ground in the trade finance space. Welcome to you both. Hello, Shannon. Hello. Happy to be with you. Now, Marie-Laurence, perhaps I could start with you. Um, what sort of evolution are you seeing in terms of the bank fintech relationship in trade finance? A while back, there was talk about co-creation and collaboration, but do you think that this has changed at all? Um, I, I think we have been collaborating for some time, but of course it depends uh, from uh, the strategy of the fintech, we we can see different uh, fintech on the market, and I would categorize them into three uh, categories. First one are the ones with which we are collaborating more because they position themselves to participate to the transformation of the uh, digital bank. And uh, I'm here referring to uh, anti-money uh, anti-money laundering compliance solutions or optical character recognition solutions, which are very helpful. And with these fintechs, we are collaborating a lot and uh, we have been knowing each other very well. And it's something which is really uh, a success. Second category, would say we are referring to market utilities. And uh, these are uh, companies where all stakeholders of an ecosystem uh, do, do meet uh, to provide a market uh, answer, a market value proposition. So here we can mention a project like Contour or Marco Polo. And in this regard, we are also collaborating a lot, but of course, uh, not only in the bilateral bank and fintech relationship, but in a more, I would say, multilateral uh, relationship. And then the last category are the fintechs. Uh, positioning themselves as alternatives or complements to banks. And this is probably where uh, we do not find much collaboration space uh, to work together because uh, we are in a way uh, competing with each other. Uh, so uh, very different relationships depending on the positioning of the fintech. Yeah, that's really neatly laid out. Thank you, Marie-Laurence. Uh, Alain, anything from you on the sort of evolving um, relationship between banks and fintechs? 
Well, I, I still believe that collaboration is very much the name of the game. And that it, I think that will be the same for quite some time. Uh, you collaborate not only by co-creation, but also by going into joint ventures or consortia together or just having a vendor relationship. Um, so I think both fintechs and banks have their strengths. Fintechs will continue to have an advantage in some respects in, that, in the fact that they can jumpstart ideas more quickly as they have fewer hurdles, they're a bit more agile. Um, they are also often on the forefront of technology evolutions because that's the, their core activity. The banks, on the other hand, they are learning not only they're learning to master these new technologies, but they're also um, they have the deep knowledge of the trade finance products. Since we talk about trade finance, if you take LCs for example, where expertise comes with many many years of practice, banks have the balance sheet, the customer base, and the trust of their customers. So, I think there is a lot of room for win-win situations, and I believe that there is. Generally speaking, there is always more to win when working together. So, but fintechs will need to continue to position themselves in areas where they can add value. The landscape is very much evolving, and all players need to adapt constantly. But there's still a lot of room for collaboration. Thanks, Alan. And and sticking with you, we know that there's a lot happening within the trade industry. Um, do you think that? potentially we've already seen the most exciting technology developments within our trade space and that fintech companies have already potentially picked all the sort of low-hanging fruit? Um, I'm not sure. I believe that there's still a lot more to be done. Um, we are f- Technology evolution is absolutely not over. I don't think it will ever be. Um, we are probably unlikely to see more big consortia around distributed ledger technology in trade finance. Um, you know, once those are established and they have started to come to production, it becomes more a question of market uptake. All the consortia I know in trade finance are open for others to join. So starting a new one, trying to do the same thing doesn't really make sense. But there's still considerable work to be done around other areas like interoperability and standards or solutions that could solve the unmet trade finance needs, uh, which is still a large untapped market opportunity. There are, these are all areas where fintechs may have a role to play alongside banks. There are also a lot of other technology evolutions with their own applications, such as in artificial intelligence, machine learning, internet of things, tokenization, or there are areas where further progress or improvement can be expected, such as security, traceability, data management, etc. So I think there's still a lot to be done and a lot to be expected. And by the way, I'm also not sure that what has been done in the past was really low hanging fruit. Getting to where we are today with several projects going to production has not really been a walk in the park. Thanks, Alan. Marie Lawrence, any anything from you on, on this point? I, I would add that uh, um, in the creation of a technology, you have always two phases. The first phase is uh, making reliable and available the technology, and this is what happened with blockchain technology or artificial intelligence technology some time ago. And the second phase, which is always uh, much more interesting because it's the application of this technology to use cases. And this is where we stand today. We see uh, on the trade finance industry a lot of applications uh, emerging and uh, maturing uh, slowly. Uh, We can mention here uh, e-presentation, for example, 
we see many initiatives on the market and uh, these all these initiatives of course needs to be uh, used uh, to to uh, to get more mature and then really to to become uh, market standards so uh, we are really at a very uh, interesting time because uh, it's coming the technology is coming to reality and it's coming to uh, operational stuff thanks marie lawrence now many banks fintech collaboration in trade often takes place as part of these various DLT consortia projects that um, you've mentioned. Um, and we've seen a mixed pace of rollouts into commercial production among these various initiatives. Alan, what do you think could be holding back some of these projects from going into live production? Well, first, I think that um, uh, several are now getting live. And the fact that they are now able to move to live in commercial production in itself is already a success. We, we shouldn't forget that uh, distributed ledger technology is effectively a new technology. Most of the protocols that are used in these consortia are only uh, three, four, five, six years old, and they are constantly evolving. So you have to keep in mind that we're still talking about the technology in, in relative infancy. Now, our experience is also that in these consortia projects, the challenges to get to production have been underestimated. First, you have to set up a project, agree with many members on the functionalities of the application and develop them. That already is a big task. In many projects, we had in addition to establish a new code, which uh, with all the works and challenges that come with that. So which location do you choose? What is the right governance, the business plans, capitalization, shareholder agreements, HR aspects, and so on and so on. And then when a project eventually moves into production, then you have to, uh, you have all the contractual elements that come with it. So signing a production contract can be also a relatively lengthy and difficult path because many aspects related to this new technology are new for everyone complex, all that takes time, and usually longer than what's, what uh, most of us anticipate originally. And then don't forget that banks have strict internal controls and processes and are cautious. One reason why corporates like to work with banks is because they trust them. And banks want and they should preserve that. Even more so with new technology, banks they need to go through a period of learning and internal approvals and to tests and retests. So, um, but now that all these approvals um, and contracts are in place, the most important aspect now is market uptake. And there we are a bit in a chicken and egg situation. When you speak to corporates or banks that are not yet on these platforms, they often say, okay, we'll join when we see others doing the same, when there are sufficient users on the platform. Yes, but if everyone follows that reasoning, then nothing will ever progress. So we need first movers, but we need also second movers. And I think we know that second movers are at least as important as first movers. So this is going to be the challenge for the seven, next several years. And I would say my call to all these corporates and banks is please don't just sit back and wait until others have proven it works. For the projects we follow, I can tell you they do work, but it needs sufficient adopters to start impacting the whole industry. So if you want to make a difference, join us. Thanks, Alain. And then I just want to wrap up by asking you 
um, where you sit within the bank, what kind of developments would you like to see that would ultimately meet your digital trade finance needs? Marie Lawrence. I think the most important uh, part is the standardization, because whenever you have new technologies uh, being adopted by, uh, by a market, uh, you need to rely on standards so that every party uh, can manage its own systems and through open standards, all these systems uh, can uh, communicate together. So uh, as Alain said, the more uh, stakeholders will use the solution, the more mature it begins uh, to, 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 to be. And uh, we know that it's a pre-requirement for a standard for a solution to be adopted by a whole market we need a maturity of the standard. So it's, it's a virtuous circle uh, in which all stakeholders have to play, corporates, banks, and fintechs, to make it work, make it happen in the future. Well, thank you, Alain. Thank you, Marie-Laurence. Um, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today, um, and I'm sure our listeners will find your insights very important. Um, um, so on that note, I would like to just encourage everybody listening to take a look at the article, which, as I mentioned, is published in the GTR Q3, the FinTech issue. Thanks again. Thank you.